Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Greg Scalzi are for Total Athlete Performance. They're here to provide elite performance training for serious athletes in the Madison area. And Verona TAP facility open inside of the Verona Athletic Center. Summer speed, agility, and semi-private options are now available at both Verona and Windsor locations and now offering monthly subscription payment options. Plus, you can download the new Total Athlete Performance app for remote training options all year round. Visit TAPWisconsin.com That's TAPWisconsin.com Hey, this is former Badger Brad Norman. Norman is a fake! Great call and great execution! You're listening to a Good Karma Brands radio station. 100.5 ESPN. WTLX Monona Madison. Sports Center updates on 100.5 ESPN are brought to you by Metro Kia of Madison. Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealer. Stop into Metro Kia on the east side of Madison or visit MetroKiaOfMadison.com. Everybody, huddle up. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN. The Wisconsin Badgers have defeated the UCLA Bruins by a score of 21-16. With Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Alex Strofe. Dane Huddle, New Year, same cast. Wow. How's that for an 24. intro? 2024. 30 years ago, the 1994 Rose Bowl win. Amazing. You saw some social media about that, Derek? I know. 30 years ago. I, I can't believe it. But, you know, we saw a lot about that. Saw a lot of friends, former teammates posting comments and pictures. And it's just, wow, 30 years. Good. God. So was, it, was that the 90th or 91st? I know I'm not supposed to ask questions, but it's about that, right? Was, you you ask questions. Okay, you are allowed to ask questions. No, Just ask questions we might know the answer to well, off the top of our head. would be easy, though. This was the 110th, right? So, well, was yeah, we well 110 math. minus 30 is 80. 80. It was the 80th. Oh, okay. It was the 80th. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. I'm asking legitimate questions. You got the answers. Where did you go? That had to be the 91st. If this is the 110th, did you think you took a decade well, I, off or what? I was Maybe I had 20, 120 in my head, and I said 110. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Have, I have very little answers for anything. So <laughs> that's that's how you know uh, we are off to a fast Think, start. Thinking in out loud with Tarek. <laughs> I love it, man. Nothing's changed. New Year's same Tarek. Love to love to see I, it. I don't have the answers like the rest of you. You know what yeah, I mean? That's fair. That's. Fair. I mean, I clearly don't have the answers either well, alongside former Badgers Tark Solid Derek Engler Alex Strip with you right? we're at the Great Derek. Dane Pub and Brewing Company in downtown Madison with you until 8 o'clock tonight special two hour edition of the show as we react to all things Badgers the season in the books now following yesterday's loss in the ReliaQuest Bowl to number 13 LSU a final of 35 to 31 the Badgers lead as much as 14 in the second half but ultimately lose on a touchdown late in the fourth quarter and uh, a, a really rough final offensive possession for the Badgers yesterday uh, three sacks in a row to end the game for the Badgers uh, uh, on that end <laughs> what is what is going on over here what are you two doing right we're now we're doing a credit card exchange <laughs> did you guys just swap credit cards rather than a gift card we, we had do... the same credit card but different somehow names on them, right? yeah we, we we did a little Chris, Chris holiday yeah. uh, we Worst saw Lee bar. we saw Lee and it was great we took our wives out and Somehow we ended up because we have same Amex, you know, card and, and it just got switched. Yeah, yeah. So did you sign on behalf of Tarek Sala and you signed on behalf of Derek Angler? Well, I think potentially it, it didn't matter. 
uh, I, whatever. But but Tarek got all up in arms because I went to the Harvey house with my my wife for New Year's Eve. <laughs> and, Does that and, mean and, it was on you? It's on my statement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I didn't know. I, didn't, I just gave him my card. I signed my name. I had nothing. All of a sudden, Tarek's called me. I, 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 I want my money. I want my money. I was like the guy from Goodfellas. I'm at a frozen somewhere because I want my money back. Oh, my God. That's that's terrific. Uh, what a story anyways, that is. Hey, it was a great effort. The Badger, the Bulls. Is that, we're jumping right back yeah, into that. Great, great transition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we, uh, we had a great effort on the, you know whatever night we went out to Ruth Chris, but the Badgers did did pretty well. If Mordecai, what can you say, right? Oh, man, what a warrior. Yep. What a warrior. And, and so thankful, you know, we had him this season. It's the only reason, in my opinion, we, we, we had a winning season um, was because of him. And, and despite him missing, what, three, four games, whatever it was, um, you know, I, I, I just – the way he played and the way – you know, he's not opting out. You know, and, in fact, he, he increased his, his stock. You know, in the National Football League draft, in my opinion, in that game, um, you know, I know at LSU had guys out too, but those are still dudes. And Amen. you know, he, he played well. Our receivers played well. Uh, I, think, I was I really think Jack... impressed with our, our, our receivers. I re- Bryson Green stepped up. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, you know, the future is bright. And um, unfortunate well, how it ended, of course. But you well, know, Derek, what about the offensive line? There's some. I, I know at the end maybe there was a little bit of pressure, but I mean, Jack yeah, Nelson. I, I didn't hear any penalties nope. coming out of him. Played I thought, clean I thought, game. They, I, I thought they competed their ass off. Uh, um, you know, yeah, there, there was some pressure, and unfortunately, you know, towards the end of the game. But um, again, they, they got they got some beasts up front. So mm-hmm. um, I, I was really impressed. Um, you know, we were double digit dogs. You know, and and right there in the end, and, and easily could have came out of a with a victory, but. Unfortunately not, and, you know, uh, I, I just – I'm really excited uh, where this program's headed. I really am. And that was that's the way, even despite the loss, just the way they played, um, you know, the way Longo was dialing up the offense, I, I really liked it. Um, you know, I get a little – you know, I get my ass up in the air a little bit on short yardage, you know, as anybody would. Shotgun at yeah, a short yardage. It's, it's just, a very difficult uh, pill to swallow. You see it all over. It's rampant all over the league. I know. All over the – people doing – I mean, you just – you know you know what? I, I actually like – I saw Michigan yesterday where the quarterback was in front of the running back and allow the running back to get a little couple steps in and give him the ball. And they were in shotgun, right? You, we, you can't start flat-footed. On a, on a fourth and one or fourth and goal. I, it just doesn't compute with me, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not an expert. Yeah, we, we have headsets on. We're not, we're not the offensive coordinator. Yeah. We're, not, we're, not, we're not coaches. So, offensive you know. coordinators also wear headsets, though. Yeah, but they, they're not drinking beer and, you know, yeah. talking smack. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Longo called a great game and all that. I, and it just, it's just the way – it's more of the, 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 the philosophy, and you see it all over – college football where you're starting from a standstill and trying to get one yard but you're seven yards back it just doesn't it's it's a tough thing but having said that you know going back to his comments about lsu i mean every every guy out there is a dude 
I mean, they're running backs. You know, and we, we could be hard on our defense, our front seven. that couldn't stop the run. Our back end, they lose force, which is contained. They don't tackle except for um, Hunter, 24. Hunter, yeah. He, he was all over the field, he, but he can't do it all, do it all by himself. Um, but they all also give LSU credit. I mean, the, the two running backs, each one of them like 6'1", 220, and they're all five-star um Jimmy Rutledge. Well, I, I saw the best play of the year by a defensive interior lineman, 92. I don't even know his name. It completely that, destroyed the center. I, I, yeah, I'm, I I'm texting with, with our former GM, Ken Rovac, and Tarek on a thread, and, and Tarek says, Rodas! <laughs> and Reagan Rodas. got shot. Rodas transferred. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's gone. Yeah, he's I, gone. Ju- I jumped the gun there. <laughs> then I went to Paez. It wasn't him. <laughs> Then I went to, like, Carlos Fowler, but, no, he played with us. <laughs> I was, I was, Kurt Neal. Did you ever get – Did you ever Kurt, get, Was it Kurt Neal? Kurt Neal yeah, was, was 92 for the Badgers. Yeah, it was Kurt Neal. And uh, just an uh, unbelievable play. You know, we need, obviously, uh, some help up front uh, going forward. Um, you know, we need our linebackers to be the quality of linebackers that we've had in years past that are all playing on Sundays. Um, you know, and then of course, you know, we need we need athletes on the yep. corner, and yeah. well, um, we need one. Hol- Hol- Holman is a Holman. Is that Carl Holman? Holman? He played yeah. great. Yeah, he had a really good year. Yeah, the other guys yeah. got picked on, and they yeah, totally agree. Yeah. And, and and you know, our our guy, um, the other safety, he, he came up with a big hit at Kamoy the end. Kamoy Latu. Yeah, Moy. Yeah, Moy. Yep. I mean, he 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 has a lot of potential. So he's you know, got a lot you, of passion and fire. He just you know, he needs to play within himself. You got two safeties coming back. You got Holman come, Holman coming back, and all you need to do is bring in bring in that transfer it, to be a lockdown corner. Let me ask you guys this, and I think we talked about it via text or you know uh, with with Ken was if we have Chez all year right and Tanner healthy all year. Are we a nine, ten win team? Uh, they're more than a seven win team. Yes. Yeah, we we, we beat Northwestern and we beat Indiana. Indiana, and we probably beat Iowa. To be I, I would say we beat Iowa. Yeah, because Braylon went out of that game too. And if we if we played a full four quarters, we would have beat Washington State. I know it's yeah, a big if and but. Yeah, I know. Uh, but but you know you you're early I, in the season. I think I think we definitely get two, if not three, there. Um, you know, and then that that says a lot. You know, we, we just need depth. You know that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's what this coaching staff's doing. I mean, they, they're pounding the pavement and recruiting road warriors right now. So you know, and it, it, it was great to see uh, Bryson Green come up with some big yeah. plays. Um, you see the potential that CJ has. He's just got to you know finish. But yeah. he, he knows it, you and know, he's going to continue he, to work. He's got to get in the weight room. Yeah. Period. He's got to get in the weight room, and uh, he, he's going to do that. That's the type of worker and kid he is, and you know the character he has. No doubt in my mind, he's going to be a baller, dude. And the the one kid, he he may be from the islands, has unbelievable speed. Um, oh, he's twelve or he's legit. Uh, we got to get his name, but Hakana. Yeah, I, he. I just murdered yeah, his name. His I'm mind. sorry. He he, but he helped change the game for us. Gave us some speed and a dimension Absolutely. that we don't normally have. And Kakahana. Yes. Kakahana. Okay. He, he was. I mean, you could see where these pieces coming together for for this for this team. Now we just gotta keep on adding and get stronger in the weight room. And I think so. Both things look good. Both Derek and Tarek excited for the future of the program. I think Rutledge was too. Was he? 
He's yeah, usually I, I think the, he was. He's the most Debbie I, I Downer. I think he should be uh, excited about the future. I know. <laughs> but what just, I'm going to ask you guys coming up next on the Great Everything doesn't huddle, have to be happy. Is our poll that is in the field on Twitter, at ESPN Madison. Would you consider the Badgers' first season under Luke Fickle a success? We will talk about that coming up next. It's the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in downtown Madison. Dane Huddle rolls on live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in downtown Madison alongside former Badgers Tarek Sala and Derek Engler. I'm Alex Strove. Tarek, would you like to start this uh, segment by swapping credit cards with Derek or asking questions we don't know the answer to? I, I, I'm good. I think I have a quota. I Tarek, I'll take your credit card. You want to switch? No. no. Well, maybe. I, you know, young people are very wealthy these days. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. I, I, I mean, I, I, I think I mean, this credit's probably better than mine. So. G-Man just, you know, he, he's got two weeks to Buenos Aires. You know. I know. Just oh, that's around. true. That's true. He not just booked a tri- another trip today, if I'm not mistaken. G, uh, isn't that Yeah, true? headed down to Austin, Texas. Their, yeah. their city See, motto is stay yeah. weird. See, Derek and I would have to couch surf. We'd have to go on someone's couch that we don't know. <laughs> that sounds like fun, though. And, and just, you know, we'd have to, you know, do a lot of different things to survive. But you, you just got the credit card. Boom, All the down. travel miles, four my friend. Four seasons? Four seasons? Oh, no. Not a chance. Four seasons. No doubt about <laughs> it. Come on. Come All on. right. I, I asked the question before the break. Here's the nice thing also. I, I want to get this out of the way. We're on until 8 o'clock tonight, which gives us a little bit more real estate to play with. So for the first time in a long time on the Great Day in Huddle, we're going to open up the phone lines. 844-770-3776. Would you consider the Badgers' first season under Luke Fickle a success? 844-770-3776. Alex Gravatt back at the Everlight Solar Studio. We'll take a look at the text line, and we will take your calls on that. 844-770-3776. But before that, we asked the former players. Derek Angler, 7-6 and six season for the Badgers under Luke Fickle. Would you consider year one a success? I would. I would, um, you know, I, and here's the reason is because of the, their last two games, um, not not the bowl game. Even though I, I I'm proud of the way, you know, they played against obviously a, a top tier SEC team, right? Um, and should have came out with a victory, but you know, the, the Nebraska Minnesota games, c- considering where they were coming from, mm. I mean, they could have easily thrown the towel in. Yeah. And uh, so I was really proud of, of how Coach Fickle and the staff were able to handle uh, that situation and, and their players um, to get them ready. Because, uh, and that says a lot about the character uh, of who we have in that locker room. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 would, I would definitely consider it. You know, a, a first-year coach, I mean, that, and, and, and never mind in this day and age, in this era, and the transfer portal and what we had coming in and, you know, trying to get these kids, you know. I mean, Tark and I played with the same guys for four or five years. Right. Right. So th- this is a whole different deal. And and, and for them to create a, a, a team, strong, bonded team, um, to be able to pull out those two victories at the end of the season, I would consider it a success. Success. The, the overtime win against Nebraska in the Minnesota game is what Derek's alluding to there. Go ahead, Tark. Yeah, I agree with with Derek, and I, as I think about it more, you know, you, look in the last two years they had three coaches. Okay, so even if Jimmy Leonard was a coach, he would have his own challenges because you know maybe he had a thought about certain players, and 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 Paul had a different. Now you had, you know, you had Paul had a, a perspective, Jimmy had a perspective, and, and now Luke comes in. 
And then Luke brings in coaches from different – they weren't all together at Cincinnati, right? And he brought transfers in. I mean, the chaos that was there, and, and one of the things that I would say, I, you know, is that he, he's got to continue to, to create and form his identity that he wants his team to look like. But taking into consideration the fact that there were so many changes and so many different factors and being able to rebound, there were so many opportunities to quit and not and I, I thought they were in that Northwestern game. I'm like I like if it wasn't if we didn't have the totality of looking at the whole thing, I would have ran down and fired the guy. Like right on the spot. That was the most embarrassing loss. The worst like, ever. Ever. And he didn't flinch to use Coach Alvarez as saying. He regrouped, got everybody to buy back in, and they win and they go they beat Nebraska, they beat Minnesota, and they played one hell of an effort against a, a top-tier team. And listen, That's pretty, it, it, pretty good. if Coach Fickle and Coach Longo don't bring in uh, Tanner Mordecai and Will Pauling, uh, th- those are our two MVPs other than Hunter on the defense. Offensively, side of the yeah, ball. for yeah. sure. Those are the three guys, uh, the team MVPs, in my opinion. And and, and so what, you, what you're saying, though, Derek, with that, th- there was a, uh, a, um, a, a cavity there of talent is what you're saying. Right, right. We, we weren't, this wasn't the, the Jonathan Taylor – you know, 2018-19 Badgers. We were we were falling behind. Yeah, yeah the, the cupboards were were bare, and uh, from a depth standpoint, and you know, like you said, I, Jimmy. You know, I mean, he he attacked the transfer portal. I think he was probably on Coach Chris' staff, maybe one of the only ones that really did. You know, from a recruiting standpoint, um, could have he got offensive guys? I'm not sure. He might have got some defensive guys. But because of Coach Longo, Coach Fickle, we got Tanner and Will. Yeah. And, and, and that, we, that so really we didn't have a season. recruiting coordinator. And uh, Bryson Green. When our recruiting, cre- recruiting coordinator went to Michigan State, I think in twenty. Yeah. So we didn't have a recruiting a recruiting coordinator for almost a year. You're right, and and obviously that was a, a problem with the last staff. But looking at this year as a whole, uh, and I understand some of the circumstances, and it could have been worse than it was. But to look at seven and six in August. I don't think we'd be calling that a success, no matter if I tell you that Tanner Mordecai misses a few games and Ches Malusi is out for the season after well, game four. I just don't, I don't think Braylon we was out. But this is in August. We, we had our, we had our, yeah, August. We had our fourth and fifth running backs right, but in I, the bowl game. This, this, this is not August. You're asking us in January. I what am asking you in January. What does August I, have to do with today? August has to do with expectation and how no, you compare no, but, expectation to what happened. Yeah, but the expectation and the result are two different things. But the, the result was yeah, but, was, was but, a mediocre record. But, but, if you look across the know, if you look across the landscape of college football, we, the trophy. Uh, I'm you, not calling it an yeah, abject but, yeah, failure. But, but no, you, no. you are on. Uh, you are in August. You are assuming that everybody's healthy throughout the season, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Well, that that's not. Was Wisconsin it, the only injured team in college football this year? No, I know, no, but, but we but, we don't have the depth. I mean, you can't lose your starting quarterback. You can't lose your would top you, two running backs. Would you feel backs. that same way if you, the starting quarterback got hurt, Braylon was going to be out? Would you feel that same way in August? If um, someone said to you in August, that, hey, hey, we're, we're going to yeah, lose. If we laid all that but, out. Loss, but losses to Northwestern Indiana are inexcusable. I, I, and I understand they bounced back the way they did, and they looked really but, good the but, last three games, you, including you the bowl game this yesterday. This, no, see, this league has plenty of uh, competition that if you're not up to speed, you're going to lose. And we just saw it. We saw the way we can win against Nebraska and Minnesota, yeah. who are similar teams to Northwestern in Indiana. And when we had a healthy quarterback, 
we played at a pretty a decent level that we we won games. I I go I go back to something Derek pointed out in the first segment, and that is if Tanner Mordecai is healthy all year. Does that change things? Of course it does, right? I think yeah. they win two more games. Yeah, but, so but, but nonetheless, objectively, well, I, I a, a seven and six too. record. Uh, yes, Ches in there too. Um, yeah. A seven and six <laughs> record still not very good. Um, I mean, no, you, you didn't ask I, that. I, I yes, if it was a successful. I don't year. even. Braylon's Braylon. I, I, you know, he's a great player, right? But I, I, I think we lost more value at the running back position when we lost Ches. So I, I, I do tend to agree with you on that. I think he was off to such a great start to the season, and it's unfortunate. I'm happy to see he's coming back Especially next year. I think, he's gonna be a, I think he's going to be a stud next year. Yep. But uh, Braylon was out for a couple of games, right? Yeah. The, or yes. I, no, you're correct. Yep. You're correct. So, I mean, with all that in consideration, you you, you got to take that in consideration. I, I am. I am. But, but I, and again, I'm not saying it. I'm not is, saying it's a, a, it's a, a, a false. A false positive. I don't. I don't agree. With <laughs> so, what, so, what, so, would you say that it was a failure? Failure. I wouldn't or? say it was an utter total failure, but I think it was a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, because that, you bought into the hype. In but the so did you. I, I I did as long as I the think guys you're a little bit more level headed than some fans for sure. Yeah, but but as long as everybody stayed healthy. Now, where I bought into the hype and I am disappointed was the wide receiver room. I mean, that's sure. where that's where I was disappointed. Quite honestly. I was also disappointed, well. To some degree, I mean, right? Because, like, Will Pauling was such a nice surprise. Bryson Green had a couple uh, flashes. I, Will Pauling did not surprise me. I, I just, you had the intel having, on that? Well, and having conversations with Coach Longo. and you Expectations know, you know how much he loves his slot, slot receivers. Sure and, does. And, and his offense. And, <clears throat> um, but but I, I, I expected more from, uh, you know, some of the other guys. Um, and, and, and Bryson Green, who, who had a great game, bowl game. Um, but you know where was he all regular season? You know we, we knew our our front seven was going to be a challenge, and they you know they were, it was by committee right at, at every position, and nobody filled the void of Benton and Herbig right. And we, but we didn't have an answer. We, there was no expectation. Meanwhile, Herbig's getting strip sacks. And oh, recovery. I saw that. Benton starting all the time. <laughs> These guys, yeah, that's the that's Pittsburgh the Badgers. I know. So how like with a front seven that's very average. Like, how do you expect to be, you know, ten and two or whatever? I mean, I, I, am not necessarily even putting a, a, a record on it. I'd have to go back if and we went, listen if we went, to what we talked about yeah, in August, but I, right? I, I but, know when you look through the whole thing, I know the the, the average fans and say that you know we should beat all these teams, but when you look at it, you know, you're on the road against Washington State. They beat us at home last year. Yeah. Right. So you've got that. Then you got your your Ohio States, and you got who? Else? I mean. You had another uh, I, well, here, Here's like, the thing, Tom. I think two things can be true. I think the future can be really bright, and you can be excited, but you can also admit that this season wasn't as successful as initially expected. I guess is how, the, the way I view it. Yeah. Well, I, I think we were two wins off from where we should have been, and that was Northwestern. And, and you and I, put that on, on the Mordecai effect. Yeah. And Chez. I keep yeah. forgetting about Chez. Yeah. I mean, how can you – I mean, that I – mean, <laughs> That, like to me, that losing Chez was huge. And Tark, I remember when he went down. Tark texted me right away, and he's like, "Oh my God!" Like that's how impactful that guy was. You know, uh, obviously, uh, Braden Locke did. You know, for being a young buck freshman, you know, he did what he could, and and he he'll be a good quarterback. I mean, he might be a great quarterback. You know, but he wasn't Tanner. He wasn't the old dog out there, warrior. I, I no. think there's a lot of people looking to hate on Coach Fickle just because he's making a lot of money and he's new. And it's not what, you know, it's not your grandfather's Badgers or your father's Badgers. This is, <laughs> this is a new generation. It's a new era, though, right? This has changed. And two things, 
you know, people don't like change, and change is inevitable. It's just going to happen. So you just got to get used to it and embrace it and don't hate on it. I hate to use that word, but that's that's the way the deal well, goes. Well, no I, I think, um, you know, it's going to be interesting, this quarterback coming in from Miami. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I saw him on the sidelines. You know? Yeah, with Mabry Matoyer, too, the uh, the incoming freshman from Texas. Yeah. Um, so competition in that room is going to always be there, and I love it. Um, that's what we've always been yeah, hearing for. You think that freshman and has every a chance room to win that job? To your point, but we haven't seen a quarterback okay. room uh, no, compete for a long last, time. Yeah, for a long 100%. time. So uh, that's what you know. That's what we need. And and um, that, what was your question? Do you think the freshman can compete for the job? Four star, maybe Matoyer out of the Woodlands, Texas. Oh, a lot of hype around him. What'd you call him? What's his name? Mabry Matoyer. What did you call him? <laughs> I called him by his first and last name. I thought I, I pronounced it differently. I love to see how I love to read it's, it. It's spelled M A T T E U E R. I would say Madauer. Uh, it is Matoyer. Matoyer. Uh, what, right. why, who says this? Him. him. <laughs> his father and mother. We're, we're gonna you think I'm making this up? I'm going to go Madauer. Madauer. Tark's going to read it. Poll is in the field on Twitter at ESPN I'm gonna, I'm Madison. Ask him, is that a poll? How to pronounce hey, can it? Hey, can I just rename you? <laughs> you mind? You look like Madauer, not Matoyer. You're now Madauer. Poll is in the field on Twitter at ESPN Madison. I Would you consider the Badgers' first season under Luke Fickle a success? Right now, over 100 votes in. 63% of people say no, not a success. Hey, well, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. You think people are too negative? Uh, I, no, I, I don't think they're too negative. I, I think expectations were what they were. I think there was a lot of hype, you know, and for, for the Badger fan base, that's exciting um, with the transfer portal and everything else. But um, I don't think they're really truly taking in, you know, with the lack of depth that we had. And the injuries that unfortunately happened on offense, because defense, to Tarek's point, we, we just, I give Mike Tressel a lot of credit, to be honest with you. Because we just, we, we talk about Jimmy's and Joe's. We had a Joe, and that was Hunter Wohler, and that was it. That was it. A lot, lot of Jimmy Rutledge. Uh, Ricardo, Ricardo had a good season. Ricardo had a really good year. I yeah. think he was third in the, yeah. the country for interceptions. Uh, so I, 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 so I, I will, I'll throw Ricardo out there, too. But yeah, but we had no pass rush. Okay. Zero. Pass rush, zero. You yeah. know, and our linebackers. I don't know, man. They, we, we we have we have been linebackers. How, how do you how do you fix that? Portal recruiting, recruiting Port, yeah. but but uh, more so portal or. So I'm sure both, I'm sure both, yeah I'm both. sure they're hitting the portal on defense hard. Yeah, they they have to. Yeah, because obviously you look at the national championship game. You got two teams that will be playing in the Big Ten next year: I Michigan mean, and Washington. Amen to that. Well, uh, that Michigan-Alabama game, you want to watch defense? Holy cow. That, that was a football game now. That was a Both of those games are awesome. You guys, you, you, guys are, you guys are a little older. No offense. But did you, did you make it to the end of that second game, Washington? I'm a man. I'm 40. I did. You, Derek? Tark? I, I well, did not. I, 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 I didn't think I, so. I, I, I did because I, I had Huskies. My, my, my wife's an alum. Uh, you know, my in-laws are still in town. They're leaving tomorrow. But, yeah, we, we hey, stayed up. And, I love Penix, man. He I, is terrific. He is yeah. terrific. He went up the board on my on my. I've been on him day. all just because you know. Again, you know, I got I, we got two W's in our house. One's a Husky, one's a Badger, and I, I followed Penix all year, and I, I thought he was right in the conversation with Jaden Daniels. I thought, Absolutely. I, I thought he was better than Nick's. I, he beat him twice. Um, you know, so I, I, I just I, I've been on his 
his radar all year. And, uh, and he's he, a he's a different player than when he was at Indiana. I mean, he's, oh yeah, he, he but, is, but there's a progression there, right? Of course. I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's taken such a huge step. I just I think just by watching him during the Heisman uh, ceremony and watching him now, you see some interviews with him. He has that leadership charisma that you want to follow, and that's that's yeah. what, it, what not only, and so the play speaks for itself. But when you see a guy with that type of character and leadership, that just elevates him in my eyes. It, it is going to be a fun national championship against that Michigan defense, watching how Penix handles that, because that is good on good. But my, my point with bringing those two teams up, though, is that's the level you want to be at, right? That's why you go and grab, get well, the big fish like Luke Fickle. Yeah. And I'm not saying there, you, that a, should happen there, in one year. There, that's not a, the case There's I'm a making. bigger conversation there, too, on where this NIL and transfer portal is going and all those types of things. And if it's not going anywhere, it's going to be the same, then we just better we got to process and move forward fast in order to make sure that gap between us and the Ohio States of the world doesn't get any bigger than it already is, right? Yeah. Because we, we, we kind of knew where we stood in that, you know, maybe every five to ten years we could beat them. Now, if, 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 we're, if we're looking at one market in terms of investing in NIL, which is a terrible NIL, is just, it's not what it is, pay to play, and Ohio State's looking at a different view of it. Yeah. And we're just sitting around waiting. We're, th- that gap is going to grow, and we won't be in. We can't be in the mix. And but I think I think we're. I mean, we know football. We have, we're building a new indoor facility. We are investing in it, and we're 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 grinding towards it. But we just that, that it's on fire right now because the market's just going to keep on going through the roof. And when, when we say, hey, if we, we want to hit this number, well, it's going to be exponentially more mm-hmm. than if you just. If you wait around, so it's going to be interesting how that 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 market develops and some and how the Big Ten, SEC, the Big yeah, Twelve. We're, we're through we're three. The, we're through three football seasons now, essentially. Obviously, one game. To play. How ironic, um, you know. I mean, we could have a Pac-12 national champion for the first time in what twenty years, something like that. I think two thousand four might have been the last one. Um, twenty years, two decades, and no more Pac-12. Yeah. Yeah, pretty nuts. I mean, unless I unless you guys know something I don't know. I don't I don't know where well, I'm not losing sleep over it. I don't know where uh Washington Washington State, you know, uh Arizona, Arizona State. Are they going to I, the, mean, uh, I don't know what what's going on. Are they going to the Big 12? I don't know. Some of them might be going in there. I don't know that. I'm trying to think of the schools that have like has Stanford announced where they're going? No. Stanford, I Cal. I think Washington State is one of them that hasn't announced anything, I don't think. Stanford, Cal, Washington State. Washington, um, well, Washington will be joining the Athletic Coast Conference, the ACC. W- Washington is no Stanford. No. Oh, Stanford, Stanford joining the ACC. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of travel. Wow, what in the world? That is a lot of travel. Yeah. Hey, speaking of the ACC, right? Florida State, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it was interesting. Kirby, Kirby Smart at the end of the game. Kind of had a rant like you just did. Yeah, but yeah, and kind of said, "Hey, look, this is this is what we've come to here now." So he's basically said he knows, right? Obviously, the void of talent based on all those guys opting out from Florida State, and that really, when you start looking at that list, I went through the, all the draft prospects. There's like 11 first round picks on that Florida State team. It's it's unbelievable, and most of them, not all playing. of them, didn't play, right? And, and Kirby goes, "This is where we're at." The Texas A&M had a third of their their roster didn't play in the bowl game. A third, thirty-some players. Like, what? I, 
I, I have a lot of concern, you know, and we go to a 12-team playoff next year. What You know, what meaning are these bowl games going to even have going forward? I don't know, but what, what I don't understand, some kids, you know, like the, the, the kid from LSU. Keep chewing on your eyes. Yeah, what do you got in Sorry. your mouth? Sorry, I got an ice <laughs> chip in my mouth. Relax. <laughs> Relax. Uh, I, I'm saying some guys, I guess they're, they're locked in. But some guys need, you know. The, the more they have opportunities to play, the more the better they should rise. Like Mordecai, or or, or I understand Braylon, right? He doesn't. I don't. Get, well, the tread on his tires. You know, he doesn't want to like. Yeah. He, he wants to save his body. That's the explanation. But, but it's. it's but you, you, I know, Derek. You're saying you're, he's not competing. And if you're not competing, in my mind, I, might, I, might, I, I think I it's might. pretty simple. I think you you have a, a a very tough decision as a young man and and. Student athlete, if you are a top, a first round pick, right, a top fifteen pick, um, I, I think that's when you really got to evaluate whether or not it makes sense or not. You know, and and even that being said, Tark, just because of the era we came from, yeah. I, I'm not letting my guys down. That I just went through four or five years. Yeah, but of, that's, of, that's, of, unfortunately that's a culture now. That's like you know, it's I'm okay. Not, I mean, it just is not. It's not my mindset, but. I, I, I can under I can understand and appreciate somebody in that position would say, "Oh wow, okay, that's a lot of money on the line." You know, I, you know, I, if I get hurt in this bowl game, you know, versus Braylon, what are we? We're third round pick, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But Braylon's just trying to save his body, though. For what? So when he does play for training camp and he gets blown up, half stepping through the <laughs> hole. I don't know what are we doing. But that's the that I think that's the. Theory sounds like you've got that. a lot of faith over there, pal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I was not. Listen, I wasn't impressed. Um, I I think he's going to struggle. To be honest with you. Um, I hope not because he's a good kid. Yeah. Um, and he's young. Uh, he's gonna he he's got a learning curve though, and 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 that the big boy league. That you can't half step. Yeah, no, it, you're right about you, that. You will get crushed. You're right about that. We will read some of your responses to our question on Twitter. Was year one under head coach Luke Fickle a success? That's on Twitter at ESPN Madison. If you want to chime in on that, I see a couple of responses that we'll get to coming up next. Alongside Derek Engler, Tarek Sal, Alex Struff with you on the Great Dane Huddle, brought to you in part by the GRB Baseball Academy, which is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy wants to be part of your plan to reach your potential. Utilize GRB Academy's 52,000 square foot facility. 14 batting cages, and 6,000-square-foot weight room with personal lessons available year-round. They've developed over 300 college players and over 150 Division I players. GRB has led the way in the Midwest for college recruitment and, well, obviously, player development. Visit their website, grbacademy.com, for more information. That's grbacademy.com. GRB Academy, baseball for the serious player. Your response is coming up next. It's the Great Dane Huddle, live with the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, downtown Madison. The Great Dane Huddle rolls out live from the Great Dane Pub Brewing Company, downtown Madison, Wisconsin, alongside Derek Angler, Tarek Sala, Alex Grove. With you, Alex Gravatt, with us as well, back at the Everlight Solar Studio at ESPN Madison. All right, so I learned something in the break that I'd like to address. Um, Alex Gravatt, I want to start with you on this. Were you aware prior to today that this show is going until 8 o'clock tonight? Uh, no, no, I, I did not read the schedule very closely. Okay, you did not know this. Derek Angler. How about you? No clue. Tarek Sala? I'm like 40%, 30% sure that it was. I mean, I, I, the problem is is that we had another show, I think, two weeks ago or a week ago, that went an hour and a half. 
Maybe it was the one that was last week. That was just me. Yeah, it was just me. Yeah, so I must. <laughs> and I, I weren't confused, there. So I may not know. I, don't, I just, you know. Chris Orr joined the program. <laughs> it was fantastic. Just say you didn't pay attention. Was it the best show we had all year? Absolutely. I, well, no, 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 hold okay. on. What was that for? Jesse Nelson was here. It, it, was, it, it was missing a little zhuzh. I'll give it that. Zhuzh. But you and Chris were fantastic. We Do were I fit. bring zhuzh? Is that you what you're implying? bring zhuzh. It was the greatest show of my life. <laughs> <laughs> why, why am I finding out that Derek's actually the one that has to leave early and not you? Noel, I have this little one here. Oh, are you also leaving early? I don't know. That's right. <laughs> and you're the one that knew about it's it. It's going to be Irish exit, maybe. Tark's the one that knew about it. No, wait. I didn't but tell I, like, anybody. I was like, I, I don't, I'm not really sure. Because <laughs> then I'm driving down. I'm like, if this thing goes past an hour, my little one is not going to make it. <laughs> All right. So, G, warm up those vocal cords. Green Bay every day with Alex and Alex takes oh over the air. Huh? You can yeah. finish bad-mouthing the Badgers and the Packers when we're gone. Everything okay. doesn't have to be My bad-mouthing? You're a little tough on the Badgers. I think bit. I should be. Well, we argued that. So, I mean, but I, no, it's good. You should you should play, uh, you know, play a role. I will. Always play a role. All right, let's get to some of those responses um, on Twitter, at ESPN Madison. Would you consider the Badgers first season under Luke Fickle a success? I love to know why. I hope Tr- that we could. Right now, 64% of people say no. And here are some of the whys for you, Tarek. Yeah. Amen. From Trey. We lost six games this year, including home to Northwestern, scoring 10 points against them. If that's success, I don't want it from Trey. So that's a great point. There we go. Indiana and Northwestern is absolutely inexcusable. Absolutely inexcusable. Um, Northwestern, uh, they had a good football team, and I give them a lot of credit. Considering all the, the adversity that they went through, and 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 then and then they win their bowl game, they're eight and five, correct? Mm-hmm. You know, eight win team. I would have never guessed that. You know, with 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 everything that went on with Pat Fitzgerald and his exit, and I, I, I you know, but the what we the display at home, and I think it was homecoming against Northwestern. Ah. That was unacceptable. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that, absolutely. I mean, it was like everybody quit. Everybody. I, I mean, it was. I, I just. You know. So you think Trey's point is fair here? Well, I just well, think, well no. if you circle, if you circle those two games in particular, the Northwestern. Yeah, I, I I do because for whatever reason, Coach Fickle and his staff did not have their players ready for that game. Um, I. I I get it. I understand it. Um, yeah. But then, if you look past that, because literally, I mean, you could have just, the whole oh, they damn could've. season could have just, I mean, everybody, we could have had everybody if, hitting if, the transfer portal. If you portal ever played and, football before, it, it, you know how tenuous the situation yeah, yeah, was where it, everyone could just Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it was but, so easy. But, but and conversely, the damn locker room was galvanized. And it was galvanized by leaders like Tanner Mordecai, Hunter Wohler, Will Pauling. I mean, there were guys in that locker room that kept it together. And then they beat Nebraska in overtime, and they win the axe on the road. Mm-hmm. You know? For the first yeah. time in a few years, yes. yeah. mind you. Right. And, so, and how important is that to us when you get that guy, you know, no, I, I, who's I, such a dope up there, the coach, and you got to listen to him all the time. And we finally won that PJ back. Fleck, yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. That was a huge win. 
So and, and I, that's, that's, why, that's why that's why I I view it as a success. Yeah, uh, you know. But and it, I, I I like your reasoning on it. And I think you and Dale, who chimes in on Twitter, will agree here. There's a reason they moved on from Chris, thinking Fickle could turn it around immediately was a pipe dream. Next year will be tough, but I think we'll see improvement from Dale. I think that kind of sums up how both of you are feeling, right? Yeah. To just turn around. Yeah. A, what were they last year? A six-win team uh, into a national championship we, contender probably wasn't realistic. You didn't say huge success. You just said success. No, I didn't say this was a running huge. success and they should get a parade. Well, I, I thought there goes were, again. So, pre, if you <laughs> want to go back to August, Joe. <laughs> you no, know, go ahead. Go ahead. If you're going to do it, do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they tried to give me the virus. All right, go ahead, Derek. China. <laughs> Oh. I said how huge. Derek, weren't you going to make like an intelligent point there? Uh, I was talking about um, back, in <laughs> August, back in August. I, I, I predicted them to be a 10-win team. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that was all. It's always on the basis that you think, okay, none of our guys get hurt, right? Which is, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's not very realistic. But you, you tend to think maybe not both your Top running backs, your quarterback, you know, I mean, that that's tough. It was a tough break this year, for sure. And obviously you, you hope that doesn't happen again in 24 or and, ever and, again. And, but. and I think I, 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 if Tanner's healthy all season, we have Chez all season. And I won't even count Braylon. But we have Chez and Tanner all season. I think we win 10. Mm. I, think, I think we beat Northwestern. I think we beat. Uh, Indiana. Indiana. And we beat Iowa. And we beat Iowa. Or or we lose to Iowa and we beat Washington yeah. State. Well, both those for guys sure, were healthy in for Washington sure State. For sure, nine, I know, nine wins. We should have showed up. <laughs> that one's still sour grapes for you. Yeah. Anyway, the first half, I don't know what that. And that's the other thing is, um, for whatever reason, um, you know, other than this bowl game, which was unbelievable the way we started. Because yeah, we didn't do sure. it all year. Yeah, it was uh, the exact opposite. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so... They're, the coaching staff, Coach Fickle and staff, it's gonna ha- they're going to figure that out, whatever that is. I, I would um, agree. Start, start, uh, start fast. Start fast, which they did yesterday, and then it was a really slow finish for the Badgers who fell in the ReliaQuest Bowl, finished the season 7-6. and six. I mentioned it earlier, two Big Ten teams, technically, in the national championship game coming up next week between Michigan and Washington. We'll talk a little bit about the college football playoff coming up next as we bid adieu to Derek Engler. It's the Great Dane Huddle live from the Great Dane Pump Brewing Company downtown. Great Dane Huddle rolls out live for the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company downtown Madison alongside Derek Angler. Well, momentarily. And Tarek Sala. I'm Alex Grove with you. Yes. We're ready to rock, man. Well, you and I Hour are. Hour two. Hour two. Not quite. <laughs> Last segment of Hour one, but good math. Derek's going to Iowa Badger basketball update. Oh, okay. Walking over to the bar where they have it on. Uh, 32-32 at halftime last time I saw at the okay. Kohl's Center between the Badgers right. There's the internet, and the Hawkeyes right? of Iowa. Yeah, forget about that. Yep, yep, yep. So I wanted to get into a little bit the, the college football playoff. As we know, the championship game coming up next Monday will be played between Washington and Michigan, two Big Ten teams 
technically. Uh, yep. <laughs> My daughter's chirping. <laughs> what's she, what's she chirping in on? I don't know. She wants to get in on the conversation. Yeah, we should give her a headset. But, uh, yeah, go, so go ahead keep going. Uh, so I just wanted to recap a little bit of what we saw yesterday because Derek keeps saying, if, if you like football, Alabama-Michigan, I mean, that was a terrific game that ended in overtime. And I feel like that was a national championship despite I know there's feelings. Uh, no, I would agree with you. Uh, you uh, oh, yeah, okay. I, was, I was texting my sister-in-law, who's on pins and needles, because uh, she also, as my wife, are both Washington Husky alum, and I was texting with her, and and um, I, I just said, I, you know, I, I think the real national championship's already been played. You know, God bless you guys, but, you know, I, I it, these these guys, from a defensive standpoint, and defense wins championships, don't ever ever forget that i agree um but i will ask do you think michael Penix jr will be the best player on the field in the national championship game quarterback for washington i would imagine he's obviously very high up there but yeah i, I actually well either Whoa. him or his receiver yeah oduze yeah i mean that guy <laughs> yeah that guy's a dog that guy's a dog but michigan michigan just got players at every position that are they do but but, but they, they don't have a, they don't have a receiver well, well, better well, right. than oduze no. No, they don't. And they, they don't, don't have a quarterback better than That's what I mean. So, but, but, but their Does that defense, make a difference? But, but Tark, their defense, those guys up front, I mean, that's, to me, it's going to be the Husky offensive line and whether or not they can handle that. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and, and Penix can make plays with his feet, obviously, but if he's under duress a lot, I mean, that's going to – that will change the game. So, And I'm sure that's the game plan for Michigan. There's no question in my mind. You know, Joel – is it Joel Klatt? Yep. The guy from he coined Washington the best team in football halfway through the season, and so I I, I respect him and love what he has. So it'll be interesting. I don't I don't think they have what it takes because I think Michigan's tougher. The problem is, did they leave it all on the field, with Alabama, and are they going to be able to rebound and come back and, a week later? Yeah, that's play, a good question. Play at that same level because there's right. There, I always thought Georgia was number one. And I always thought that Michigan or Washington were, were two all season for the most part. Um, I never thought Texas and or Bama were. What about Florida State? No, never. Went healthy? Nope. No. I, 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 that's a different – that ACC is a different deal. Yeah, for sure. Did you look, as, as I mentioned before, at how many like first-round picks they have? I mean, I think they have like ten. I mean, they have first-round picks oh, everywhere. Florida State. Florida State. So that's all, and I didn't realize that until I looked at. And they go, Here, "Here's who's out," and it was like a long. Well, so list. does Georgia. You know. Well, yeah, yeah, but you're but you're saying who's in the mix for that top four? You didn't have them in your top four. Uh, I would have had. Let's see. I would have. I, I always had Georgia one, and then and then it was Michigan or Washington, and then it was. Bama or Florida State, I guess. No, I mean, you know. They were close, then. Yeah, yeah, okay. they were right there. They were in the top five. So, Interesting. Well, national championship next week, Washington, Michigan. I, I think we're all on the maize and blue or whatever they are. Maize and blue, maize yeah. and gold. What yeah, do you call maize is good. Is, is I, maize gold? I, I, I got to be it's honest hard. with you. It's hard to be. I, I can't. I can't do it. I just can't do it. Can't do it. I just can't do it. I should. I should. You're a happily married man, though. You know, the Big Ten to represent and bring home a national championship to our conference? I should, but I can't. The storyline is better for, for the Pac-12 anyway. That, what? That, is, that is a better storyline. Well, they're, they're also coming to our league, so everybody wins. But I think because of your wife, 
Well, no. I, so will you? Will you? I could care less about that. I don't like Harbaugh. I don't like Michigan. You can tell. I mean, I, 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 Tark. We 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 were bred to hate Michigan and Ohio State I, I, and Penn State. I feel those though, three teams. Coach Alvarez said we always circled what teams are we going to beat. Those are the three. I know. I know. But when it, when it, going against a West Coast team, I just feel like I'm going to root for for the Michigan team. That's that's. It's because your sister I, went there. Well, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> you guys got all sorts of ties I, here's to this the one, deal. huh? Here's the deal. Franklin and Harbaugh, I, used to, I couldn't stand the two of them, right? But I'm starting to warm up to them because I think they're to more. To Harbaugh? Yeah. He, dude, the guy. You are getting soft you got suspended in your old six, age, man. Six games this you year. turned 20 Listen, or, you could, or 50. You could, you could suspend <laughs> you everybody. You could suspend I'm a man. I'm 40. You could suspend. No, he's fifty and twenty-four. Hey. G. <laughs> you could suspend any of these coaches. You could suspend Smart, Saban. You know, I'm sure. I mean, all these guys get suspended, right? They're, they're, yeah. They're they're, they, they're going after him. What I like about him is that he's resilient through this whole deal. He's got a bunch of tough guys, and I like Ben Herbert, the strength coach. And I like what what yeah. I, I like what he brought to that to that team. And I I believe that they're they're real. They're not this fake, you know, fake team and and, and and smoke and mirrors, they're they're they're, they're real, and I think and I feel the same way about Penn State in a certain way. That Franklin, who I couldn't stand before, I thought it was young, pompous, bells and whistle guy, kind of like you know the Northwestern guy is starting to get on my nerves, right? He's like the new fun. He's the guy that's going to bring everybody together. Like Braun, yeah. It's so he's he's almost PJ Fleck esque when he's out there with his his act. Yeah, I could go without that. Yeah, so he's selling himself so some other school comes in and pays him a bunch of money because he's fun. You know what I mean? Like that's, You don't like fun. No, but like you know, have some have some substance behind you. And I think Harbaugh brought the substance, and I think Franklin's bringing it. I think Fleck is still smoking mirrors, and I think the Northwestern guy's smoking mirrors. All right, fair enough. Derek, are you hanging out with us a little bit longer? I, I, yeah, yeah, I will, of course. Uh, it would have been nice to know, but um, <laughs> Harbaugh – Tark, he's gone, don't you think? What? I don't know. Did I see rumors that he was going to get a $120 million extension? Was that a rumor? I, I, I mean, I, I haven't seen I must seen have that. had a bunch of cocktails on New Year's Eve. You know, <laughs> what, what I – so as I was listening to Tark talk, and, and yeah. unfortunately I'm kind of nodding my head in agreement because there is something going on there, and, and – and, a uh, good friend of ours, a strength coach there, and I know the toughness that he brings, and I know what he's done there. Um, and and I, I know what Harbaugh is about. I mean, it, you know, kind of a tool kit and taping his Socially ankles. Socially awkward. And, yeah, just the whole deal. It's like, oh, my God. But you know what? He – well, maybe, maybe it's good that he missed half the season, you know, for a suspension. I don't know. But because, you know, his, his, his staff – I think they are the legit, yeah, the the core foundation of who those players rally around. I, I got to be honest with you. I, I mean, I don't think they're rallying around Jim Harbaugh. To be honest with you, I wonder. Well, I, I really don't know. I, 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 my hypothesis or theory is that you know, coaches when they're younger, they have to like relate to the kids, and there's no. And, and Harbaugh tried to do that in the pros, tried to do it in college. You know, and college is a little better because the kids leave and they don't get on to how awkward he yeah, is. Yeah, but when an old man's taping his ankles <laughs> as a coach to go yeah. out yeah, but, and, uh, and and wearing khakis, 
to boot. Yeah, but you get you with taped ankles. You get old. <laughs> you're so old that it doesn't matter anymore because he, he's just he's, he's a door. Did you, you give him a pass? Tape, you give him a pass. Taped ankles in his forties. In his forties and early fifties, Harbaugh was such a toolkit that it just he couldn't get past it. Now you just get old, and he's like, you know, he's just a he's just a dork, but he loves football. Yeah, and he, and he yeah, wants yeah, he wants you to yeah, be tough, yeah. and that's what you get to see yeah, him for. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, amen, and, bro. And, but you know, it's like. That's where, like, I'll end up rooting for Michigan because it's the Big Ten, you know, and that's where my loyalty lies. No, see, that, that, that didn't take that long to change your mind. No, I, 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 I think Are you going to sprinkle some action on this game? It, it was ang- Oh. Ooh. You, know, you kind of have to, don't spread? you? Three, well, yeah. po- three and a half, I think. Michigan? Yeah. Well, I won well, some money hook, this weekend, the hook so I might as well. right yeah. there. I got, I got some gravy. Interesting. Interesting. All right, we, we will wrap up hour one of the program, hour two of a special extended is anybody, Great Dane Huddle. Is anybody opting out for the championship? <laughs> Could you imagine hey, that? How about the kid at LSU? He broke the record, then he sat out. I just, yeah, wa- right? I, I just watched a Dude, movie where that happened that was, in the national championship. I, 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 that's probably as lame as it gets. Oh, oh, oh my, my, my 11-year-old son says, why is he not in pads anymore? I said, because he's about records. Uh, good luck on Sundays, son. <laughs> you see Barry Sanders? Different era, Barry man. Sanders. Oh, bye-bye, Barry. Doc, you? Did, didn't oh. did Barry? He, he, he retired before Cars, his you watch from it. the deal. Have you seen his trophy? I haven't, no. Oh, it's fantastic. What's that, it on? Uh, I think it's uh, Prime, I think. Okay, got it. I have that. Explain yeah. about awesome. Barry Sanders. He stopped playing before he broke yeah. the record. In high school, college, and pros. So he wasn't about the records. He, he, no, Never. he was about being there for the team. Yeah, he the ultimate team player, and quite honestly, um, it's him and Jim Brown, in my opinion, best running back ever. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. All right, coming up next, we will play America's favorite game as we kick oh, off our two of the can't program. can't leave until after this. We right, will play right. Gmail. Coming up next, it's the Great Dane Huddle Live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. And a reminder, you can DoorDash the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company from any of their four area locations, whether it's downtown here in Madison, whether it's in the Hilldale area, whether it's in Fitchburg on the east side. The nearest Dane to you can be DoorDash right to your door. Check it out on the DoorDash app. And a reminder that Dash Pass subscribers always get free delivery. The Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company on DoorDash. We play Gmail next as we roll on. It's the Great Dane Huddle live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Everybody, huddle up. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN. The Wisconsin Badgers have defeated the UCLA Bruins by a score of 21 to 16. With Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Alex Strofe. Great Dane Huddle Hour number two of a special two-hour edition. Live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company downtown alongside former Badgers Tarek Sala and Derek Engler. I'm Alex Strofe with you. So we talked a ton about the Badgers, first year success or not. We talked next year outlook, looking pretty good. Things are going up. Talked about the national championship game. But before Derek departs, we need to play America's favorite game. It's time to play Gmail on the Great Dane Huddle. You've got mail. What's happening, guys? Hey, Jay. Gmail. All right, so... Uh, we had a couple good ones this week. I was checking out uh, my, my email as I flew to Ohio and back. I did tour Ohio State University just, just to see what it's all about. Got to say, pretty cool stadium. 
That's about it. Columbus is like, what, at the armpit? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd say that. I mean, like... How, how much time uh, did you spend in Columbus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, Oh, I spent five, four, four days in Columbus. Okay. Yeah, it was a good time. How um, would you compare it to Madison, G? It is similar. It's a little more East Coast. Similar. A lot of people were in... What? You are out of your mind, man. For Donald. the places I was... I mean, I was downtown in the university side yeah. of things, uh, and we there were a lot of high-rises going up and a lot of bars and a lot of young people... The, what, Sounds what, comparable to me. That's, I think, yeah, I know. I, I think he met a hottie. Well, he was with his girlfriend. Yeah, I was with my girlfriend. Well, who when was she was up smoking hot. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the hottie from Columbus, Derek. I don't know if you're connecting those dots. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, you know, her, her family is there anyway. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll jump into it now that we got that out of the way. Logan and Duluth points out a survey found that 20 percent of UK men will wear the same underwear or have worn the same underwear for a week. (laughs) (laughs) That's the quote of the season. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's a saying. (laughs) Go ahead. Say it again. I don't blame you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't eat that. Eat what? (laughs) PB&J. I don't do it. Why don't you do it? I'm just not into peanut butter. <laughs> and why aren't you into peanut butter? I just don't like it. I just told you. I don't want cream. I don't like creamy nuts. I like, I like nuts all by themselves. <laughs> oh. I can't answer. Go on. <laughs> You've got mail. Oh God. <laughs> okay, we got, we got another one here. No. <laughs> Protein. <laughs> I also don't eat peanut butter for the record, oh, but yeah. that is not why. Why don't you? Why don't you eat peanut butter? I've just never been a peanut or peanut butter guy. It's, been, never, that, it's, that it's never tickled my I fancy. I feel the same way. But it has nothing to do with creamy nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those nuts are. That, that's essentially why you don't like it. Right? But I don't really like dry nuts either. You don't like when, when you were a kid. Did cashews. You, can, when you were a kid, did you eat PB and J's? Yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, Uncrustables. I would eat one of those puppies oh, if somebody God, you put are that in young. front of me. Holy cow. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but so if you do it right, good good, good peanut butter, sliced banana thin, a little honey drizzle, you know. But that's that, not a PB&J. No, it's not. But, uh, uh, you know. I, that's a PBBH. Do you yeah. think they make banana jelly? Because, <laughs> like, that should be more popular, shouldn't it be? That sounds disgusting. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like you're putting peanut butter and but bananas. It wouldn't, no, it wouldn't no, jellify. No, 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 oh, it no. could. Come on, it's Man, already half July. You know now you're ruining like bananas for me. I like butter on toast with <laughs> jelly. There you go. Let's do that. You no got mayo. All right, Kyle in Boston. <laughs> Kyle in Boston just said mediums are communicating with the dead. What's with that? Ooh. Uh, Kyle in Boston. What did he say? He asks. Yeah. Mediums are communicating with the dead. What's up with that? Alex, what's up with mediums? Um, what mediums? They're crazy people. Do you not know what a medium is, Tark? Medium, it, it's like media. They can, it's a, they can, it's a, they it's can a talk form to of... No, <laughs> no it's not yeah. a form of, of marketing. Media. They can talk to existential. Oh. That's oh, also... Like the, the palm readers? <laughs> no, they, they talk no, to like they have Adjacent? A... Palm reader adjacent? Are they adjacent? I would say they're adjacent to palm readers and Absolutely, psychics. Yeah, yeah, like, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're... They have that ability to speak. Oh to my the, god! Uh, I have not laughed that hard. In a long time. Uh, and what about what are, who are they, And what are they talking to you about? 
You ask they're them talking to ask dead, people. dead people questions, and then they tell you uh, what the dead people say. Yes. Do you think that's real, G? Yes. He just he, wait, Tarek. Explain why you said yes. <laughs> I went to uh, like a séance once. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. like, it was a whole like theater thing. Like okay. we we're all in there, and th- and like they were they were what? telling me about uh, how generic did they start that. Well, they just said, you know, you're... Were you in New Orleans? Where no, I, I was at someone's house. Why? You just said you were oh in the theater. They, they said I'd be a loser. I'd amount to nothing. And I'm like, that's that's not true. No, I'm joking. And here but you are on the radio, 8 p.m. Here I am. Tuesday yep, night. That's right. No, well, hold on, hold on. I, I did. Wait, th- we got to rewind all this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You just said it was in a theater, and then you said it was no, in somebody's theater. house. It was in someone's house. It was at a house. Yeah, someone's house. Really? Yeah. How many people it was, were It was like Halloween-type deal yeah and th- there was a lot of crazy stuff that they were talking about i gotta get the names of all this i, I just went and i was drinking wine and I was hanging out. <laughs> who invited you who invited you the the neighbor oh my <laughs> god <laughs> we, we sat around and we had wine and no peanut, butter and, no peanut butter and jelly and wine it was great no <laughs> But I had to drink a lot of wine to eat the peanut butter and jelly because it was so bad. Yeah, I can't creamy stop. nuts. I can't uh, stop. Creamy oh, nuts. Man. This is this is a good Gmail. Right, yeah. What do you think? Do you think they talk to dead people? They, you said yes uh, or no? I would we, say people n- want to know. <sighs> it's a tough one for me. Um, I think generalities. Maybe they don't really have specifics. I, I think that there's. Uh, uh, I don't think there's actual language that's being interchange but I, I I do feel like there maybe can be some spiritual connection do so you believe in spirits and ghosts oh yeah both oh yeah well aren't they the same I don't think so well, what's the difference <laughs> I think ghost is a type of spirit and spirit is just the general concept if you okay. go one out it's energy okay okay thanks. yeah thanks G man I got you that was a uh, seance that might be the best Gmail we've ever done. That was funny. Oh my god! I, uh, I got tears all, rolling all down about my face. the nuts. I uh, I need to breathe. Right. Cashews, pecans. <laughs> this. Derek, you leaving us? Or you sticking around for one more? I got, one, I got one more. Tark, that means you got one more as well. I got one more. All right, one more segment with the boys. We'll do that next. It's the Great Dane Huddle live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company downtown. Reaction to the football weekend continues. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Under 10 minutes to play at the Kohl Center. Badgers leading Iowa 61-53, the 21st-ranked Wisconsin Badgers in this week's AP poll up two spots from last week. It is the Great Dane Huddle, a special two-hour edition following the conclusion of the Badger football season alongside for one final segment, the former Badgers, Derek Angler and Tarek Salam. Alex Strofe with you at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in downtown Madison. So, fellas, I I did want to get your takes on the Packers because about one year ago at this time, we were sitting at this very location as the Green Bay Packers faced a win and you're in scenario going into week 18 and which was would end up being Aaron Rodgers last game as a Green Bay Packer here we are a year later and the Packers are eight and eight face an eliminated divisional opponent at Lambeau Field in week 18 with a win and you're in scenario coming up on Sunday against the Chicago Bears 
Weird how so many things have changed, but yet this stays the same. Here the Packers are in a win-and-you're-in scenario, Derek, against the Chicago Bears, who are a hot team in the NFL right now. What do you make of uh, what happened on New Year's Eve and what's coming up on Sunday? Well, i, I got to be honest with you. I, I uh, This game scares me. Agreed. Um, uh, you know, I love the narrative that one Jim Rutledge puts out there. Um, even Jason Wilde, uh, I think, guaranteed a win or said this. Uh, he feels really uh, good about uh, it. Whatever. Um, I don't feel that great about it. Um, you know, it, it's, it's this is a rivalry game, as we all know. I mean, you can throw all the records out. out. Um, this is not – and, again, I mean, we've owned the Bears. Yeah. When, I, when I say we – I have a Packers mouse in my pocket. I mean, we <laughs> literally we we have owned the Bears, and I I don't know. I I, I just don't. I, I ah, it, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hell of a game. I I think it's gonna be. I don't know what the spread is, what Vegas put on it, but um, it's gonna be tight for sure. All I know is like, you know, you're looking at the Packers stats. You know, you look at Jordan Love, what he's done. The three touchdowns, right? Twenty four, thirty three. 33, right? 256. You got you got these guys catching balls. Who's Bull Melton? Yeah, he had say. quite the breakout game on Sunday. You know, you got Jaden Reed, Tucker Crap. I mean, you got all these guys. I mean, I, I'm very optimistic now. And I, I was I was uh, kind of not the biggest Jordan Love fan, you know? Yeah, Has he, he convinced you he's the guy? That's the question. Hey, he's hard. That's a very good question. It's a great well, question. Well, you got to answer it. I mean, if you have to pay him, I think he's worth paying. I would agree. Derek, uh, you said you needed a full body of work. We're one game short of that. You ready to make the declaration that he's the guy? I think he's the guy. Yes. I think he's the guy, and, and, and I, I think he's the guy. And I think you really got to surround him now. Yeah. Um, you you got to surround him with some talent. Well, this uh, plan is coming together a lot quicker than I, I think they initially yeah. projected. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really like him. I, I think he, he has th- – there's some unlimited potential that we haven't seen there yet. And some even – I mean, because the maturation process when you're on the sideline is very restrictive. Um, but when, you, when you're in live bullets, yeah. like we've seen all season, I really like – I mean, it's been inconsistent as we've seen. But there has been just flashes of brilliance. I, I really like it. I, I, I mean, I, me too. I, I don't know. I, I think he's the guy. I think you pay him, and then you then you um, you load up your O line. You get him some deep threats and call it a day. So when when do we have to pay him? Is it at the end of the season? Uh, so he's under contract for next year, but he's going to be severely underpaid given the way he played this year. So they they could extend him as soon as May. I think that you well you if you're smart as a business person, you're going to extend him early. Correct. Yeah, yeah, you do it ASAP, but spread it they, out. they can't yeah, do it till yeah. May because they extended his contract last May, and you can't extend the same contract twice in a calendar year, essentially. So they'll have to wait till May, well, but I would assume we'll see something get done. Well, we got a lot of picks, right? We got like uh, I think an extra third or extra. Yeah, second. I think they have nine or ten picks this year. This great opportunity again. I think I always the Bears. The Bears. I got to tell you, the Bears put a hell of a game together. They put a couple games together last uh, yeah. week. I mean, they, uh, they, but they played hot. really well. Uh, this weekend, and um, but they're not gonna—they're not gonna—they're gonna draft Caleb Williams. So, 
that is that is just fascinating to me. Will what they is, though? I don't know. It's starting or yeah, I'm hearing it. Or <laughs> stick with Justin. Yeah. Think Which about they that. still might do. I, I, Wait, they're not going to draft. They're not going to keep both. No, I no, think I, they, they, if might they keep that keep, number one pick. They, they might, might go Marvin keep, Harrison. They might keep Justin. Or they could trade out of it. And get I think Marvin. I think they keep Justin and draft Marvin. I think you're right. I I, I, I think that's the direction they're trending too. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, they're a fascinating story, and yeah. we'll see what what but they even are. The fact on that they're contemplating. And Jim that Rutledge loves it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's he all over the, place. the Bears. He's all over the place. All right, fellas, before we let you go, Packers winning on Sunday. Will we be talking about a playoff appearance next week? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, why not? Why not? Go Pack Go. I love the Let's positivity go. out of you fellas. Good good chatting with you always. Thanks for making it Thanks. through 90 minutes of the 120. I'll, I'll take you the rest. All right, guys? All right, man. Love Thanks, you, Strophe. Happy Appreciate New Year, buddy. Happy New, Happy New Year, guys. New Year. Appreciate it. Tarek Salah, Derek Engler, I'm Alex Strofe. Solo Strophe rolls on. After this, it's the Great Dane Huddle. Live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company downtown. Great Dane Huddle rolls out live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company downtown Madison alongside nobody. I'm Alex Grove with you. Alex Gravatt with us as well back in the Everlight Solar Studio Hi. in downtown Madison. Lots to get into uh, when it comes to the Green Bay Packers because this is uh, this is not uncharted territory. These are not. This is not a new situation. The team's just a lot different than it was a year ago for the Packers who face a win and you're in scenario. Week 18 against an eliminated divisional opponent at Lambeau Field. Didn't go so well last year in what was Aaron Rodgers' final game as a Packer and a loss to the Lions last year in week number 18. But you look at this season, and you feel a lot different than you did last season. You look at this season, and you had a lot different expectations than you had last season. This has been the roller coaster ride of a lifetime, man. Right, like I went, I went to Six Flags Great America as a kid, quite a bit, and I remember uh, the Raging Bull was a good roller coaster at, at Six Flags Great America in Gurney, and man, that was what I thought a roller coaster was, until I started watching the Green Bay Packers in 2023. This is and has been an 18 plus week long roller coaster ride that I did not expect. There was a lot of question marks about this Green Bay Packers team entering the 2023 season. The biggest, of course, is Jordan Love the guy. And we got that answer a lot faster than I expected. And, of course, you want to see a full body of work, and you wanted to see the full 18 weeks. But through 16 games, and the Packers at a 500 record, 8-8, eight and eight, you're confident that Jordan Love is the guy. You know more about Jordan Love than you know about anything else on this team, it feels like. The defense, horribly inconsistent. We thought, despite the fact Matt LaFleur kept a coordinator he shouldn't have last year in the offseason in Joe Barry, we thought maybe this would finally be the year the defense took a step forward. And while some games that's been the case, most games it has not been. Offensively, Goody, Brian Gutekunst, the general manager of the team, put diddly poo around, or at least we thought, around Jordan Love in terms of pass catchers and playmakers outside of the, the already known Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, one-two punch in the backfield, which is really a one-one punch all Aaron Jones these days. You didn't know what to expect at tight end, except you saw pure athleticism out of the early-round draft picks that were Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft. You knew you could maybe be excited about 
Jaden Reed, but I don't think you expected him to break rookie records like he did on New Year's Eve against the Minnesota Vikings, now the most receptions in a season by a rookie. And I, I sure as hell don't think y- y- you thought Christian Watson would be mostly a non-factor. I don't think you thought Jair Alexander would be mostly a non-factor in 2023. Yet here you are, the same record as a year ago with the same situation ahead of you. Now it's just a matter of does Jordan Love assume ownership of the Chicago Bears like Aaron Rodgers has? What you saw in week one was pretty darn convincing, wouldn't you say? Love's debut, real, real debut, I should say, as the starting quarterback, the face of the franchise potentially for the Green Bay Packers, it was a good start. But how has he progressed? Sunday is a real show of how he's progressed. Week one, he was really good against the Chicago Bears, at least really good for a first-time starter. And now here we are 17 weeks later through 16 games on the season, and Jordan Love has the opportunity to become not only the face of the Green Bay Packers, but really the face of the NFC North, right? Because I, I, I think Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions are fun, and Dan Campbell might have a case as the, as, the, as the face of the NFC North, but the Bears are eliminated. The Vikings are going through a transitional period, and here's Jordan Love in his first full year as a starter, lighting up the league, statistically competing with every quarterback, including Lamar Jackson, who's going to win the MVP, statistically at least. Jackson, of course, uh, quite a bit better on the ground, but through the air, comparable numbers so overall i mean you got the biggest answer to the season which is jordan loves your guy but now it now and now it's the question is what is he in the big moment so far so good i think thanksgiving pretty good national television how about the following week sunday night football against kansas city i I would say he was pretty good last week on sunday night football against the minnesota vikings he was terrific so how does he show up in the national spotlight, well, here's another opportunity for you. Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call Sunday at Lambeau Field on CBS. That's a national game. All eyes on Jordan Love, and he's thriving in that spotlight thus far. And if you listen to his, to his interviews and his press conferences, you, you've noticed with Jordan Love that he's continued to build up the swagger to him. Right? You can tell he's a little bit looser in his press conferences and in his interviews. He's a little bit more laid back and open. The, the way he has developed his character in the spotlight has been fun to watch, and he's done it on the field too. So Jordan Love gives you the, the big green light that you, you were looking for all season long, but now it's a matter of, well, how good is he? We know he's good. How good is he? Can he take this team to the playoffs? Maybe they go to Dallas, a place the Packers are pretty comfortable with winning at. Remember, they, they won the Super Bowl in Dallas when they were the last team in in the NFC back in 2010, the 2011 playoffs. That's, that's what my eye's on, is how good can Jordan Love be here in Week 18? This is the biggest spotlight for him, yeah. It is. It's, it's the biggest spotlight for him yet, this, despite the hype around Taylor Swift and, and the Kansas City Chiefs back in the beginning of December. This is the biggest spotlight for Jordan Love, Week 18 against the Bears, who are hot. They're not a great team by any means, but they're a hot team. One, I think, four of their last five. This is a, this is a big spotlight. For Jordan Love coming up on Sunday. Let's pull in Alex Gravatt on this. Gee, I, I just think this is this is Jordan Love's biggest opportunity. Coming off his best game 
four total touchdowns on Sunday against Minnesota. I think this is the biggest opportunity for him this season. Absolutely, man. I like this is it's so exciting. I, I again. Last year, every time Aaron Rodgers took the field, I was excited. You know, you knew you were going to see something great. But for the first time, it feels truly unknown. And and on the biggest stage and the biggest rivalry in sports, in my opinion, you got a chance to, to knock it home, to rock and roll, and to to own the Bears, which is what we've done for years as the Green Bay Packers. I looked it up, yeah. and, and since 2016, I think the Bears haven't won a game, or they, they've won one. I mean... Yeah, the, maybe one, uh, but... but, but. Matt LaFleur has not lost the Bears yet. Exactly. And the opportunity to just decimate Bears fans, right? Because, yes, the first game, we had all the memes going around. Everyone was really excited about the Packers owning the Bears again, finding the third straight, whatever. Now's the opportunity to really show, does Matt LaFleur have what it takes to beat the Bears every time in any circumstance? And is Jordan Love the guy to do that? It's awesome. It's really exciting. Yeah, and you're totally right on that. But... What would be so disappointing is if this is how the season ends, right? If, if you get all the way here, you think Jordan loves your guy, and you feel pretty good about that despite no matter how bad he would hypothetically play in this game. But if the Packers are to lose to the Bears, same scenario as a year ago, same result as a year ago, you go into the offseason on a bitter note, are you more pessimistic on Jordan Love then? If he doesn't show up in the bright spotlight uh, on Sunday night or Sunday afternoon like he did this past Sunday night? Yeah. Like that's, that's the part that worries me, and maybe that's me just being a pessimist. Yeah, no, and, and well, first off, Stro, if you are anything but a pessimist, you are Most of the time. so excited all Most the, the time. time about these Green Bay yeah. Packers. Well, dude, I ride the roller coaster like nobody else, right? Like, I've gotten really low on this team, too. I, I, I never said Jordan Love wasn't the guy, but during that stretch in October where this team lost four in a row, I was thinking, ugh. Nothing looks like it's going right. And then all of a sudden you have a dude by the name of Bo Melton popping off for 105 yards on a Sunday night spotlight. So, yeah, I mean, the, the youth movement has clearly come together, I think, a lot quicker than not only I expected, but I think a lot quicker than Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst expected. Like, you got Bo Melton popping off for 100 yards on Sunday night football on New Year's Eve. You, you've got Jaden Reed breaking rookie records. You've got Tucker Craft addicted to clicking the Y button trying to hurdle MFers. Like, it, it is really, it's been really entertaining a, a, a how this team has just turned it around from that aforementioned four-game stretch in October. But I was down bad on this team. Gee, like, I, I thought the season was over. I was already looking at mock drafts in October. And here we are on January 2nd talking about a, another opportunity like there was a year ago where this team wins on Sunday, they get into the dance. And I, I'm not going to sit here, because I do think they win on Sunday, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you, hey, if they get in, anything can happen. I believe anything can happen. I just think that anything might be, at best, a, a whooping by the San Francisco 49ers in the second round of the playoffs. But if they get in, I, I think they could probably win. They could probably win the first game. Right? It, like, I think there's a chance. It's Mike McCarthy. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Anything can happen there. There's definitely a chance, and, and I think part of it is just that excitement and, and being a Packer fan for so long, the Packers have had the Cowboys numbers, but if it is Dallas, there's no reason the Packers should win, but again, anything could happen, um, and I feel similarly about the Lions, who have never done anything to prove to anyone that they're actually good. Yeah, yeah that part's true, too. That part, they've been kind of in a weird the Lions, as you bring them up, have kind of been in a weird funk recently, right? Like, they let the Bears hang in there, who, again, are hot, but they let them hang in there in both their matchups. And 
really the Bears probably should have won both those games um, against Detroit. Obviously, we saw the way Green Bay handled them on Thanksgiving. So no matter the draw, if it's Dallas or Detroit, Green Bay goes on the road. I, I'm I'm not thinking Green Bay's a huge underdog in, in round one of the playoffs. But first things first, they got to take care of business coming up on Sunday against the Chicago Bears at Lambeau Field. We'll continue to talk Jordan Love and the Packers coming up next as we wrap up the Great Dane Huddle from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in downtown Madison. But first, got to tell you about my friends over at Door County Distillery, locally produced, handcrafted, and award-winning spirits made locally in beautiful Door County. Whatever you need, they got three types of whiskey, the bourbon. The single malt, the rye, they've got vodka and gin and the Rock Island rum and the cherry brandy and the apple brandy, which, by the way, those brandies, they're good hot or cold in a hot or cold beverage, right? Like, you can you can do so many things in the middle of the winter. Check out DoorCountyDistillery.com. Find the retailer nearest you, as well as a huge list of unique cocktail recipes. That's DoorCountyDistillery.com. We'll wrap up the Great Dane Huddle from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company downtown after this. Wrapping up the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, downtown Madison. I'm Alex Strofe with you. Alex Gravatt back at the Everlight Solar Studio, running the show, keeping us on the air, making us sound good. Appreciate his effort tonight. He's, he's going all the way with me until 8 o'clock, unlike two bozos who already took off, and Tarek Sala and Derek Angler. Uh, last thing I wanted to get to here, the, the Tuesday prior to the Week 18 matchup, before the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Win and you're in for the Packers, right? I mean, it's a big game. You're coming off two wins in a row, one against Carolina and now obviously Sunday night against Minnesota. Your defense played well. I mean, albeit against a pretty bad quarterback in Jaron Hall making only his second career start. But your defense played well. But your defense was also missing a very key piece. Jair Alexander was suspended last week. How do you handle this situation this weekend? Now, it will likely be as easy as maybe you're thinking it is, which is he's the best corner they have. He's back in the starting lineup. Everything's back to normal. But I don't know if it will be that simple, given the way that Carrington Valentine and Corey Valentine have played. And I'm not saying they're better than Jair Alexander, but could I make the argument they have more of a rhythm to the game? Jair Alexander's played one game in the last two months. So do you just slot him back in and hope everything works out? Like, and again, I don't think Jair Alexander's snap counter playing time will make or break the result of this game. But what gives you the best chance to win? Is it rolling with the guys you've pretty much been rolling with for the last two months? Or is it getting Jair Alexander, who, by the way, is your second or third highest played player on the team, back on the field? I don't think there's a wrong answer. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm theorizing out loud. Because it really is the mysterious case of Jair Alexander. Misses a couple games early on in the season. Um, with with a with a back injury, and then he misses six in a row with a shoulder injury, not placed on IR. He comes back for his hometown game in Charlotte last week. The whole coin toss fiasco occurs, which, by the way, is hands down one of the craziest sports stories of 2023. In terms of, like, crazy, not in a very negative way, right? We don't need to get into the minutia of that, but... Nonetheless, I mean, it is just bananas to me how this dude just trots out there uh, with the entitlement of, I'm from here, I get to call the coin toss now, and then almost messes it up. And then he's suspended for, and I quote, conduct detrimental to the team, end quote. I'm not going to defend Jair Alexander and say he made the right move, but to call it detrimental in a game you won, 
when, when all of his teammates seemingly were backing him up on his Instagram post, I don't know how detrimental his conduct was with that coin uh, toss fiasco. I do think he should have been suspended, though. All right, I think that was the right call. But why one game, and now what do you do with him? You want him as healthy as you can if you make the playoffs. So is his snap count limited this weekend against Chicago? I don't know. I'm, 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 that's the thing I'm, I'm probably most intrigued by outside of, of course, Jordan Love's performance, which is what I've been most intrigued by every game this year for the Green Bay Packers. That's probably number two. What does what is, what is Joe Barry and Matt LaFleur and, and the Packers do with, with Jair Alexander? Should be really interesting to see. By the way, Badgers men's hoops over Iowa at the Kohl Center tonight. Badgers remain perfect 2-0. In Big Ten play after the win over Iowa, final of 83-72, double-digit win for Greg Garden Company. They're back at the Kohl Center on Saturday afternoon playing host to Nebraska. Thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. This has been the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company downtown. Big thanks to Alex Gravatt for running the show. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.